You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Greg Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Teen Mom. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Teen Mom news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for Teen Mom. Hello, everybody. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I guess I'll thank Phil for that in the studio. Um, you know what? Do we know any guys that have read The Ever Goes Guide to Life? So many guys, actually. Really? Like, have read it? Like, they read it like a book, like, cover to cover? You're looking at one of them. You read it? I did. You know what? I don't even know if you'd tell me that you didn't, even if you didn't. Uh, okay, go to any page, and I'll tell you what it's about. Oh, you got it memorized, too. Okay, yeah, I believe that. But, um, you know what? Maria looks good on the cover here. Speaking of Maria looking good, saw her all over the planet in her New York bikini for the bet she lost. You see that? I bet you did see that. That was that was everywhere. Like every homepage, everywhere. She was all over it. I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. And we're not here to talk about Phil's questionable towels, potential towel issues. He said he was going to give me a bad towel on purpose. I'm glad he well, didn't do yeah, that. Well, yeah, I, I failed in my attempt because Ed has... This is a continuing running Right, for I those washed of you my hands. In, for those of you tuning in for the first time, because you know what? We obviously see... We're, the good news is here, here's what I will say. Teen Mom was number three on our charts yesterday. Three! And so we're seeing, uh, we're seeing more and more listeners come in on Teen Mom. So for those of you listening for the first time, Ed has this obsession with towels. It's and they got to be obsession. clean and all that. And we keep clean towels here. But... Uh, but now the joke is, I, every time Ed comes, I put in a shitty towel. So, Ed, Wait, continue with the team mom. We keep That's clean enough of the towels. Towel. Is that what you, okay, now we're done with towels? Oh, because he's the boss. I'm the host, but he's the boss. Anyway. Um, okay. But we are here to talk about team mom. Uh, and uh, we're looking for a star session. Uh, I just stay in star session's name because star session is always a good contributor, and we just don't know where she's at. But star session, you're welcome to call in. We would love that. But Mari's out. Isabel's out. Star Session is out. You got me. So right now, I'm going to go ahead and start immediately talking about uh, not not my not the most entertaining one. I'm going to start. We're going we're gonna to start small, and then we're going to get big. Okay. So uh, first, let's talk about Chelsea. Okay. So Chelsea, this particular episode, um, she is now. Uh, nothing's changed as far as I'm concerned with her and Adam. The only thing that's happened, you guys, and you guys know this who's watching the show, is that she has found some stuff to do with her time. Because if she did not have a job and have to drive back and forth to get her, you know, to her mom's to get Aubrey and all that, um, she would be sitting at home thinking about Adam all the time, 24-7, like she did. Okay, and proof of that and I don't want to jump ahead too much to the predictions but proof of that is you know what we saw in upcoming episodes how she feels what she says but 
Um, I, there was one funny thing that came out this episode that I had never heard, and maybe it's just because I don't know why I never heard it. But instead of saying uh, the girls, she was talking to her friend, and I think it was in like maybe the middle part. And instead of saying uh, get your SHIT together, they said you had to get your poop in a group. You ever you ever hear that, Ronnie? What's it called? Oh, look, see, okay, hold on, I gotta. I see you guys can't be no. switching in the in the the booth. I had to announce this stuff. Went from it's not that big of a deal. From, from fill in to Ronnie Junior Media up in the house. Okay, no, the new phrase that they said instead of saying you get your shit together, you have to get your poop in a group. Okay, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, I'll give you, yeah, poop and poop. Sweet. Go, do it up. Well, I don't know if it's sweet, but anyway, um, I thought it was funny. I had never heard that before. So uh, here we have Chelsea. She's got a job. She's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. She's telling her friend how she feels good about being independent, and it, it appears that she's not really thinking about Adam that much, okay? Um, uh, it was very funny when she went to go give her dad money to help with the rent that he's paying. Uh, I, I really like her dad. You know, I don't. I actually, I wonder why her dad and her mom are together. I don't think we've been told that, but I really like her dad. He is so supportive, um, and, and I think in a very a healthy way. He doesn't try to control her life, even though he's really just you know providing her with everything she needs and the baby needs. Um, but you know what? He, I think he did the responsible parenting thing and allowed her to pay four hundred dollars on the rent. She got a job. I mean, God knows how much her check was. It couldn't be much more than that. I bet. So she writes her first check for $400, and uh, like I said, it was funny to me that he just snatched it up. Uh, it, it was cool. But like I said, he's a cool dad. I like him a lot. Good job, Dad, for supporting your daughter the way you do. Um, so then we get to the part where uh, she's in her car and Adam calls. Okay, now this is important for all you listeners uh, because although we try to have fun with the show and everything – this is this is the part where the reality of the fact that we've got real kids that are having kids that are real kids that whose life is for real being affected. You know, this is a reality show. The stuff we're seeing is real. And so Adam calls and says, uh, can I see Aubrey on Friday night and keep her until Saturday? And uh, Chelsea's response is she's very hesitant to do it. Now, I think what's happening here is a couple of things. I think Chelsea is affected when she has to talk to Adam on the phone, right? She still has feelings for him, and she, you know, up, she probably feels emotionally, probably feels flustered, and so it's difficult to sort of push through that and just be talk about business and and you know arrange like a time for him to visit Aubrey. But her thing is that she says that she doesn't trust she doesn't know if she can trust adam uh to be alone with the baby overnight now i don't think she's like saying that adam's a bad person i think she's more concerned about whether he would do a good job of taking care of her uh and so it's a valid concern but 
it's the wrong time to have it, in my opinion. So I'm just going to say my opinion because I'm the only one on the show. i got nobody to argue with me right now. But it's the wrong time. What I think that Chelsea needs to do is she needs to understand before she has that conversation with Adam is she needs to understand exactly what types of things legally she has to do. Like uh, right now, they don't have any court orders that say when one child gets has to be with the other parent. And so it's not going to be a situation where Adam can call the sheriff and say, hey, that's my daughter and she's not letting me see him. He actually has to go to court to get a court to say, okay, you get to see your daughter X number of hours on this day and that day. Um, but how uh, how Chelsea behaves with regard to letting – Aubrey C. Adam is it going to be a, have a big factor in what the court decides afterwards uh, if if it does go to court. So um, right now, there's nothing that would sort of uh, oblige a, a sheriff a deputy to like go in and take the baby or, or try to you know uh, force Chelsea to hand Aubrey over for some uh, for a weekend or whatever. There's nothing like that. Uh, but the bottom line, I think, is that you know what. It's the baby's. It's the baby's father, and I believe that that uh, Adam should be afforded time with Aubrey. Um, but it's it, it's a tough situation for Chelsea because she doesn't she doesn't know how to do it in a way that's comfortable where she feels safe. And that's what I think. Like I said, it's not the right time to do it when he's on the phone. She has to decide beforehand. She has to go, like, you know, figure out what she's going to do and how she's going to. Uh, allow Adam to see Aubrey beforehand so that she doesn't have to make a decision when she's all caught up in the emotion of the moment and he's being a jerk, calling her names, uh, using profanity, being extremely disrespectful and impatient with her. Um, He's just not helping at all. Um, But at least he's calling to say he wants to be with his daughter. Now, uh, here's one. Uh, I'm not somebody who's got some sort of ESP or intuition, but my feeling that I got a thought that came into my head when he was calling because remember he called when his parents were out of town or said he wanted to have uh, Aubrey come over when his parents were out of town my thought and uh, this is completely unfounded guys is that uh, well I don't know how frequently he calls to ask for Aubrey it's just based on watching the show it seems like it's not that frequent but my thought it was from left field is that he's got he's seeing somebody he's got a girl and the girl knows that he's got a daughter and she's probably said something like like oh you should bring I would love to meet your daughter blah 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 and the only time he's gonna do that at his parents house is if they're not there okay that's from left field that I'm not slandering anybody, but that is the thought that came to my head because of the circumstances. Why is he trying to do it when his parents aren't there? Why, you know, why, 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 why? Um, So that's what I think. I think there may be some other influences there, and that's just a possibility I'm throwing out. Um, And uh, when she talked to her mom about the fact that Adam called asking for Aubrey, like the reason why she gave to her mom where she's concerned is that, well, I don't know if I can trust more because she always cries when he holds her. Now, if you know, that's definitely something to consider, but it's not alone a reason to deny a parent uh, time with the child because, you know, change just going from mommy to daddy in the same room can be enough change where the baby might feel uncomfortable or whatever. But that doesn't mean that, you know, if if Adam were to take Aubrey, that 15 minutes 
uh, later, Aubrey's going to be like, oh, okay, I'm with my daddy now. Everything's fine. And, you know, and I'm not going to think about mommy until I get back because that happens a lot. During the transition time, when you're going from one parent to when the child's going from one parent to another, it is, uh, it, there's some turmoil for the child. Happens all the time. A few minutes later, after the one parent is out of, the, is, is out of view and, and the baby's with the, the new one that, they're, that they just went with, everything's cool and can be cool for the entire time. I've seen it lots and lots of times. Um, <clears throat> so not a good reason, uh, Chelsea, to, to uh, not have Aubrey see Adam. Um, and then I didn't remember seeing a dog before. So this is the end of my Chelsea part, uh, but there was some black dog that she was petting at the end of her one of her scenes, and I just don't remember seeing a dog before. I was wondering if anybody knew about the dog. Um, I don't know about the dog. So uh, next, let's go ahead and talk about oh God. Let's go. We're gonna go Kayla, then Leah, then Janelle at the end. I mean, sorry, Kaylin. Um, how interesting our. If I could say our favorite, meaning uh, uh, I don't mean our favorite girl out of the four, but I mean our the one we think has been doing the most, making the most mature decisions or whatever, uh, is sh- shows that she is like anybody else can be a not want to say a victim, but a a uh, you know affected by her feelings and her emotions, and she can you know still fall back into. The, the, the habit of doing stuff based on how it feels as opposed to what may be the wisest thing. Uh, Joe want, you know, wants to come see, meet Jordan because Jordan is around so much and such a big part of Caitlin's life and the baby's life. And so he comes to have that meeting. You guys saw it, I uh, think, either last episode or episode before last. And the meeting supposedly went good. Kaylin expected Joe to be negative and have a problem. I think she was actually impressed with how uh, how well Joe handled the situation, how respectful he was to both uh, her and Jordan. And that was the, I think that was the beginning of her starting to realize or tr- starting to feel feelings for him again. Um, uh, next thing you know... Uh, Joe is now saying, hey, you know what? I want to come see the baby more, uh, Isaac. And you know what? I want to do my weekly visitations. And I was thinking that maybe I'd come do it at your house. And I think that very early on, Caitlin was having those feelings. Okay. And so that's why she was open to it. And then here she comes to tell Jordan. And Jordan, and we know he was right, but he was immediately, uh, he, he said, he goes, he goes, I just don't, I guess I have a bad feeling about it. He senses the trouble. He knows that they had chemistry before, uh, Kaylin and Joe. And so now he is, and I thought he handled it very well, by the way, guys. Uh, anybody wants to chime in, be it, you know, Twitter or whatever. I thought he handled it very well because it's a hard line to draw. It's a conversation you don't ever want to have to have with your girlfriend if you're a guy. You do not want to have to be discussing, uh, you know, worried about your girlfriend being at home alone with her ex-man slash baby daddy. Not a good look. Why? Just because if she's not supposed to be with that, you know, if she's going to be with you and she's still spending time with this other dude that she used to have something with, it just opens up possibilities for problems. Um, and we see exactly that. Joe rolls through, and it's 
starting to act like, starting to feel like old times for Kaylin. They are giggling and laughing and flirting and touching each other and hugging and kissing on the cheek, accidentally saying I love you to each other. Man, Berm is a terrible thing to waste. It happened so fast. Uh, you know what, Phil didn't, Phil didn't even, you know, are, you're not a super fan of Teen Mom, are you, Phil? You're not a super fan? Are you a super fan? I am not a I've never seen the show. And you know what, Phil? Ronnie Jr. Media was just right there. What the hell's going on? And it was the musical chairs in that booth? It could be. <sighs> By the way, um, I can't wait for it. Since Ed didn't do his news and gossip, I've got some great news and gossip for Teen Mom. I'm Ooh, very excited to deliver it nice. to you guys. And don't so. make it sound like I didn't do something I was supposed to do. That is not appreciated. Okay. That, okay. Well, uh, you better hope backtrack. that door is locked. Uh, well, it is. But um, no, Mari usually does the news and gossip, so Ed didn't know. Uh, Mari, unfortunately, as as you guys know, is not here because she's covering yeah, yeah, yeah. hard hitting news, as they say. Hard so. hitting. Yo, did you notice that all all the, all the doors are black now? We had white doors before. Now we have black doors. I like the black doors. Thank you for your input. Okay, so that's a side note. Anyway, um, so where were Caitlin? So okay. So they are heavy flirting, and uh, you, you can just see it's just a problem getting ready to happen. I think she's like, then she goes to talk to her friend and says, ooh, I think maybe I feel have feelings for Joe, and what about Jordan? He goes, I don't know. It's still in the beginning. You know, it's all excuses. Okay, and then the dude, her friend, plays the little YouTube video of Joe rapping, and he's been talking about it in the studio, and he's going to do a thing. Now I feel like she's starstruck a little bit. Okay, and she's like got that like, oh, he's on TV, you know, I want to be with a singer thing going on. And plus, it's the, her ex and the baby daddy. It's just Jordan doesn't have a chance. You know, he could be he could be Superman and he don't have a chance against all this inside game that Joe is running on Kaylin. And by the way, please make no mistake, y'all out there watching. Please, if you disagree, let me know. If you agree, let me know. Joe knew what he was doing from jump. And now you're out of control. I'm not out of control. Joe, if you're listening, I'm telling you, I'm calling you out right now. I saw it from jump. When you said that you wanted to come see the baby, do a visitation at the week, and that's cool. I believe that was part of it. But you also were coming in to be close to that girl. Anyway, uh, so. He's the one to see. Yeah, and it, and it worked, and it worked. Uh, all of a sudden, Kaylin is confused about her feelings. Um, one thing I noticed, again, I got to give credit to Kaylin. She actually is mature enough to say to her friend, you know what, maybe I'm feeling all this stuff, this confusion and all these feelings just because I am young. I mean, yo, she is so, uh, she has such wisdom. It's amazing uh, because, yeah, that's a possibility. That's something that you should consider. But most young people don't. They're not even aware of that possibility, and they don't consider it. So it's a good one. Um, and so I, and I think she is young, and that's why she is prone to, you know, do what she did, sort of fall back into the, you know, uh, give in to the, the feeling, temptation, if you want to call it, with Joe. Uh, because, um, you know, Jordan doesn't trust her. But he he did a real mature thing. See, he's impressive too. He's helping out and he's doing stuff. And when she said, "How come you don't, have I ever given you a reason not to trust me?" He said, "You know what? It's not whether you gave me a reason or not." He said, "I'm just slow to trust people." And I, I Jordan, I give it up. I think that is one of the greatest things to say when asked that question. Is you took it completely. You took responsibility for what you uh, 
for, for what you said and what you were feeling, and I thought that was awesome. Um, yeah, it, you know what? It, was, it deserves it all. He did good. Because, see, Phil, understand, Jordan actually got cheated on. He took response. He did everything right. When she said, uh, would you mind if I was like with my baby daddy uh, and my baby during the day when he does his visitation and we here playing family, uh, playing house while you out working and hustling? He's like, yeah, I mind. I don't like that. He goes, what do you expect me to say? He goes, that's a, yeah, it's a bad look. So, and then, and then he was right. He was right. Yeah, such a problem. But Jordan, uh, the don't take it personal, dude. Like I said, you didn't have a chance. You didn't have a chance of nothing you could do. He already had that on lock. Okay, all he had to do was bring the key. So, um, so they had their mommy, daddy, baby time. Joe and Kaylin and Isaac, and it was beautiful. And then he's like, she's like, oh, he said the baby. But then they put the baby down in the laundry room because, yeah, 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 yeah. Little, little Isaac. Y'all know his bedroom is the laundry room, converted to a bedroom. And by converting it, that means that they didn't put a washer and dryer in there and just put the crib in. Go figure. Uh, anyway, so they put the baby down in the laundry room. And then he comes out, and Caitlin's yawning on the bed. He's like, how you feel? She's like, I'm tired. He says, should I go? She said, no, you can stay. And then the door closed. <sighs> it is. Oh well, she was yawning, but don't give me the yawn like it was boring. This is really. No, I was. I was. You know. You know how they used to do in the old days with the radio stations. They'd be telling the story, and you have the sound effects. I'm trying to do that for your stories. Oh, I appreciate. I'm trying to help. I mean, enhance. Just, enhance. This is like this is almost like a recap slash commentary. I'm. You know. I'm running it down. Okay. What do we got? We're at twenty. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, anyway, rest is history. As far as I'm concerned. The door closed, and they, there was some humping going on. Okay, that's what I say. Uh, even though, you know, we couldn't see it. But, uh, hey, she made a choice right there, and I think she knew she was coming up against that moment. And I think she knew what she wanted to do, and she did what she wanted to do. And only thing I'll say I'm mad at her about is that, you know what, you're in a relationship with Jordan, you should have come clean, Kaylin, first and actually broke it off with Jordan. But the thing is, most girls can't handle it. Most girls can't handle it. You young and admittedly confused. So you know what? It's like chalk it up as a learning experience. But I think you probably agree. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Probably should have done this and this and this in that order. Okay. Um, so now let's talk about Leah because... Oh my God, this is some real drama, y'all. This is some real drama. Like, this is better than any soap opera, what we saw on this episode. Um, Corey, how, can anybody tell me, how in the heck did Corey hear that his wife actually had sex with somebody? Like, who did she tell before this episode? And okay, or was it that, and, and, and I don't remember, did we, I don't think we saw anything. I don't think we even knew anything about it. Did she, like, start to hook up with the dude, like, at a party in front of people or, or, or at a public place? And, and when I say start to hook up, I mean, were they out having drinks and starting to make out at a bar or whatever? Because uh, she did say she was drunk, right? And, uh, you know, was it, you know, I, I'm just, anybody know details about it? 
uh, or have any theories about it. Well, guess it. what, Ed? I'm going to patch a caller right now, and they may have a thought. I am ready for a caller. Caller, is are you there, caller? Are you there, caller? I'm there. It's Patty from Canada. How are you? Patty? Did my old friend Patty? Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? Look at you coming in to save the day. Okay. So, Patty, if you... Uh, if you're, if you're there and you've been listening, right now, I am on Leah. Yep. And I'm, my question, what, what I'm concerned about or thinking about is the fact that Corey comes through and he says, I heard a rumor that you had sex with, uh, what did his name, Robbie. Like, I'm thinking, how do people know that to even have that be a rumor? Like, you know, I mean, that's intimate well, stuff. Like, do we know anything? Do you know anything? I don't know anything for sure, but I think Robbie was telling people. <laughs> oh, man. God, you know what? I bet you that's what it is. Yeah, because if that guy is shady enough to sleep with this girl a week before her wedding with her engagement ring on her finger, okay, then, yeah, you know what? He's probably also shady enough to go blabbing about it. See? Yep, exactly. See, that's why, uh, uh, Phil... Thank you for successfully working that board and patching Patty in because she just solved my problem. And that's why I need my after buzzers to be calling in for me. Appreciate there you it. go. Appreciate we love it. you, Patty. Okay. Now, um, okay, here's one. Okay, you can chime in on this one, Patty. I actually believe because, you know, what we see after that, right, is she admits it. Yeah, I slept with him. Yeah, I had the ring on. But I thought about you. All this, like, not helping Corey. It is real drama going down in this scene. Corey is crying. But I think he is asking really good, um, if, if I can say it, man questions to ask your cheating ass wife. Like, you know, that's a hard question. Like, how could you do that to me? Wasn't I on your mind? How could you? I can't believe you could do it. You know, all the questions he did were good. And she comes away from that, like, acting like she still wants to be with Corey and calling him and saying she still wants to work it out, telling him I love her. But, you know, tell him, telling her, uh, telling him I love you and all that. My opinion, Patty, tell me what you think. I think that actually she doesn't want to be with Corey. I think that the only thing she wanted with Corey was a tight-knit family, the, the baby daddy. She wanted her family to be together, the right one, the daughter's father. But I think she actually doesn't want to be with him. I think she didn't want to marry him. I think that's part of the reason why she slept with Robbie is because it was all stuff she didn't want. What do you think? I agree, and I think that the big sign was when she finally admitted it to him, and he's sitting there crying yes. over her cheating, and she says, so are you still going to move to the trailer with me? Yeah. Like, she should be telling him she's never going to move to the trailer, she's never going to do anything he doesn't want, you know, like, begging for forgiveness, and she says, oh, well, I'm still moving to the trailer, are you coming? She yeah. obviously doesn't care. It was over. Yeah, I think it, I think it was, and I think she was really sad and brokenhearted and, and, and sad and regretful about the fact that the family unit is being broken apart. But I don't think that she's like, you know, so madly in love with Corey and wants him and wants to be with him. I just, I wasn't believing that at all, even though she tried to act like that afterwards. Yeah, well, maybe then, here's another possibility, is maybe she did spread that rumor so that he would find out 
so Ooh. that she would have a way out of the relationship. Oh man, maybe. Yeah, that. Oh god, that one's see, I, <laughs> that one's worse. I don't even like that one. I, that makes me feel bad about Leah. Well, but, she wasn't uh, even like she was crying because he was upset. But you're right, she wasn't trying to save anything. She's just like, okay, well, it's over, and that's how it is, and I'm moving out. Yeah, yeah, I, I was. Uh, but but like I said, they were. I felt bad for Corey because you know he he hasn't done everything right uh, as as far as like being a very good supportive husband. And, and when I say that, I mean on the uh, the conversational, emotional type. Like he's obviously a good provider, uh, at least as much as he can with whatever you know skill set he has. Um, and he's he's reliable in that sense. He's a hard worker. But you know, in my opinion, his his. Leah's cries for, uh, you know, intimate conversations and and understanding and, you know, flexibility on his part. They just all went unanswered for a long time in all the previous episodes. She just, you know, I think she really tried to make the best of it, but he just didn't come through, you know. It was so sad. Yeah. I think he should, I think MTV should give him a dating show where all these women try to date him because I felt so bad for him. But he just (laughs) wants a good girlfriend who won't cheat on him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Now, um,. Uh, well, I mean, he's he's Corey the coal miner now. I mean, I don't know how much a coal miner makes, but uh, and and I and I saw pictures of him on the net. I think they did it news and gossip last week, where he actually has a girlfriend that you know he's going with right now. So maybe she's treating him right. Who knows? Okay, but uh, let me see. Is there anything else with Leah? Uh, I mean, you know, we see evidence of their youth when she goes after she has that whole thing with Corey. She goes she tell her friend she, to tell her friend that she cheated on him a week before a wedding, and you know how sometimes people get nervous and they like laugh. They do that nervous laughter thing. I mean, her friend like you know breaks out with a big old smile, like yeah. <laughs> Like, really? You did? Like, I can't believe you, you know, and she was smiling about it. But I chalk it up. Maybe she was just like, it was awkward. And that's what, you know, some people respond with a laugh or a smile. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know what, they're, they're so young. It's like, this is sort of unreal. You know, the whole experience is like, just crazy. Uh, You know, there, there she is sitting there with her, uh, her two babies and calling the lawyer and when the lawyer asks her these simple questions that she hadn't even really thought about, and hear, she hears herself say them out, say them out loud, you know, it's, she starts to break, she almost breaks down and cry. Well, you know, how many how many kids do you have? Two. How long have you been married? Six months. <laughs> you know, and it's just the reality of it is so not what she had planned for her life. She, I think she's just you know confused mm-hmm. and hurt and, and all that. So, um, but it was, it was sad. It was also really sad when she told her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the idea that she was genuinely ashamed of what she did. Uh, you know, she regretted it. Um, you know, and they did a good job of showing both sides. Like you felt really bad for Corey, but then at that scene with her mom, you felt really bad for her. And so it wasn't. I liked how MTV handled that. It wasn't too one-sided. Yeah, and 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 that's that's a good point because. It's kind of hard to to for us to feel bad for Leah because she's the one that did the wrong thing and it was completely unnecessary, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, you know, it just really was. But uh, yeah, no, good point, good point. Because I felt more bad for Corey, but I did feel that her regret was genuine and she was sorry. So, uh, but on to our our favorite drama queen, and that is Janelle. Um, 
the episode starts off where she's back living with her mom because of all that drama that went down with her friends how at her friend's house where they're having a hair pulling fight. I know it was an episode and a half ago, but um, you know, and and she. You know, Kiefer's out of the picture because she's on her probation now. She can't have any of her old friends that have pending drug charges. She can't smoke, all this stuff. Uh, she st- it starts out where she's back with her mom, and she's arguing with her mom. It sounded like back on her 16 and pregnant days. I mean, yeah. I was like, what happened to the, our, you know, our mom, uh, Barbara, was doing so much better. Did you see, Patty, she did you see, it. yeah, did you see why? I mean, Janelle comes out and says, hey, where's my pants? And then her mom is yelling. And I was like on Janelle's side right there. I'm like, Janelle's like, why are you yelling at me? And I didn't understand either. Did, did you see why? I mean, what's going no, on No, that's what always happens. I did get the feeling, though, that her mom, like, did her laundry. And then Janelle's sort of, where's my staff? And, like, mm. someone else is doing your clothes. You'd be nice about it. But her mom completely overreacted, like she always does, swearing up and down in front yeah. of the kid, all this stuff. And and that's what I thought. Janelle, you need to get out of there any way you can. So I'm glad that she did. Yeah, yeah. She, um, well, yeah, eventually she did. But uh, their arguing is so offensive. I was actually, um, I was re-watching it, the, the episode online at an office that I was at, and I had it turned up you know, whatever, loud enough for me to hear it so I could hear it. And then uh, one of the, the people outside of my office was actually, could actually hear it. And it was the part where Janelle was saying, I can hear you over the intercom, you effing idiot, uh, you know, or over the baby monitor. I can hear you talking about me. And I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, don't talk to your mom that way. But, you know, also I'm thinking, the mom, don't talk to your daughter that way. You know, yeah. just just like refrain, just don't do it. Like count to ten, do anything but what you guys are doing. And exactly. the person that could overhear me overhear me watching the episode was like, "What are you watching?" Like it was <laughs> it was offensive. The little clips that they even heard was was just offensive to them. But yeah, the only thing I think when they fight is I think they're about equal, Janelle and her mom. But her mom is the mother. Yeah, like she is older she should know that like take a couple steps back get out of the different room calm down and so part of me still feels like you said for the other girls the teenagers are still young so like it's a little more understandable but her mom has no reason to to freak out like that on her right well i think if and, and and her mom barbara herself may not even realize this but i i'm guessing that barbara is you know, what does she see? She's 55, 56, whatever. She is beyond her limit. Like, she is taking care of this baby, having to work, pay the bills, and has a, what is, you know, clear, like a healthy, intelligent 60, or what's she, 19 now, 20, whatever. Yeah. You're old. I mean, she is capable. Like, Janelle, if she was focused, could be kicking ass and helping do everything in the house. She could have more energy than her mom, you know. And so, on top of having all this heavy load on Barbara's shoulders and everything, she's got to deal with Janelle and what appears to be like really trivial stuff. Like, She's just constantly telling her, just get your life together. Just stop making bad decisions. She just she doesn't know what else to do but tell her. So I think she might be like at beyond her limit and which is why she'll blow up, you know, mentally just let loose mm-hmm. on Janelle, which is unfortunate because it, it ends up being a trigger for Janelle to do some bad stuff or react also. But um then we see and I'm wondering what you know, uh I think 
I, f- I forget what it was. Yeah, I think Isabel, a couple of shows ago, found in news and gossip that Janelle was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And so I guess when she went out to the porch to get on the phone to talk to Kiefer, that was one of her stable moments, right? Because, yeah. wow, did we hear some mature conversation there. <laughs> Right? I mean, did any, like, didn't you look at that and go, is this Janelle on the phone with Kiefer? Yeah, I think what I said was, it's funny that Janelle can step away from that fight with her mom and have a calm conversation about it and how she's going to fix it. But we never see her mom having calm conversations. We only see her mom, <laughs> like, pretty much raging. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, that's what I thought. How come she does, hasn't been talking to Kiefer like that for the, the rest of the season? <laughs> Tell like me obviously about she can talk to him. You know, it could be that um, even though, in her opinion, uh, smoking weed is like something that makes her happy and makes her feel good, it could be that it contributes to her ups and downs, her to, you yeah. know, her uh, you know bigger swings in her emotion. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I. She doesn't actually outright say that she's stopped smoking. Actually, something she says in the, the, the previews makes me think that she's been smoking all the time. She said when she got to the – was talking to the counselor in the, the, you know, the preview of the upcoming episode, she said something like, uh, you know, I smoke every day and now I have to stop. I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. You're supposed to have stopped like, you know, weeks ago when you got that uh, probation. So – um, I thought that, you know, I think there's a question there whether she actually stopped. My thought is, unfortunately, that she didn't. But so she she decides that and I'm you know what? I, I apologize to the to everybody. I'm I've got the sniffles. Uh, it's like an allergy thing going on. So I actually have a Kleenex in my hand on camera. I've never done that before. And I'm like, you know, but anyway, apologies. So Janelle is decides that, you know, on the advice of a couple of people, that rehab is probably the best way to go because she feels like it's too difficult. She's going to end up uh, making a mistake, breaking her probation and going to jail, and she doesn't want that. And so um, it's funny that – and this time she has a reason to do it, but I think it's funny that Janelle always brings some friend from, like, the old – from her past. She's always – like, seems like every episode she's like, you know what? I've been feeling really stressed, so I decided to call my friend who I haven't talked to in years – and there's always a new one. There's like been like three of them, I think. Um, and she, you know, she talks to a friend, and the friend seems level-headed enough, uh, and says, you know what? Sounds like rehab is a good idea. Uh, the lawyer says rehab is a good idea. The mom says rehab is a good idea. So she decides to do it. It's going to get her out of the house. She's she's hoping she's going to uh, fix her life. It's cute when she says goodbye to Jace. Uh, you know. We just saw a really good portion of this episode. We saw a very stable Janelle, a very mature, stable Janelle, which was brand new. And I am dying to know why she was stable during that time. You know, if I'm not, if she took maybe some, she did stop smoking, yeah. and like that's and she looked good. Yeah, I had this whole episode. I was like, since when does she look that good? I don't know if it was maybe doing less hot or yeah. seeing Kiefer less, but something, like I thought she looked good, she was smarter, she was having real conversations, yeah. so, or she's just reflecting on her life because she couldn't see any of her, I did think it's it's sad and funny that when they when her probation or whatever is that she can't see anybody who's got drug charges, and yes. she's like, that's all my friends. Yeah, that's, it is <laughs> so, sad. Oh, poor but, but, you know what, you bring up a good point, it's like, this this probation, which I had never heard of a probation that said, hey, you can't hang out with anybody who's got pending drug charges. Yeah. I'd never heard of that. But 
it looks like that is extremely effective. Like, what if her, you know, that's how they, you know, obviously that's how they do that, but they, how they get the bad influences out of the person's life, right? And now she's got no friends, so she's not going out. There's no place to go. She can't go to like her hangouts because her friends are going to be there. And so now she's like home. She's probably getting good rest. She's eating better. She's, uh, you know, she's not doing drugs at all or as much. We don't know. Um, and so now all of a sudden she looks healthier. She's got a clearer head. She's starting to realize, you know, w- what's important. It's like, you know what? I need to get my life together. And, you know, I'm guessing that all the stuff we've been seeing in the news about her is after her probation was finished. And she was like, woohoo, I can go hang out with my friends now. It's not against the law, you know. <laughs> and then I just kind of got her back into the, the whole thing. But um, if I don't know if anybody also noticed. Uh, I don't know. I guess... She smokes cigarettes. Do I have? I don't remember seeing her smoke cigarettes. Have, have yeah, we, we have. Okay, she definitely. So I think she was smoking in the car last week, like when she after court. Okay. Okay, because I noticed that at at the end of the of the episode, near the end, um, when she was basically doing the whole good part about taking saying goodbye to Jace and then it said later that night and then she comes in and she talks to her mom and her mom is being the good Barbara at that point mm-hmm. and giving her encouragement and understanding and I just noticed that Janelle had a lighter in her hand and uh, you know just curious if she was uh, when it's when they said later that night I was expecting maybe she was going to go try to get one last smoke of weed in before she went to rehab I didn't know maybe yeah, I had no idea. But, you know, I thought, oh, she's probably just smoking a cigarette on the porch and she just came back in. So yeah. um, at this juncture, uh, we are ready to do two things. We're ready to break for commercial and we're ready to move into Phil's news and gossip. And, uh, and Patty, if you have anything to offer or comment during that time or bring in, please feel free. But uh, who do we got? We got, is that Ronnie Jr. or Phil? i peeking over. It's Phil in the, in the booth. The Black Door Booth. Ready for commercial, Phil? Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. Welcome, welcome, everybody. So I got some... uh it's not exactly Teen Mom two news and gossip. What the? No, no, but but it relates. And 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 Ed, hold your comments, please, please. Wait, I have to hold my comment. I'm the host. 
No, you're not. Yeah, well, now it's news and gossip with Phil Svitek. So, all right. Uh, February 11th, 2012, so coming up real soon, Dinner by the Bay fundraiser um, hosted by national spokesperson John Stamos okay, will okay. honor two-time Emmy winner Michelle Stafford from The Young and the Restless um, for media awareness um, right. as, pro- as part of the uh, her efforts in Project Cuddle. Okay. Now, Project Cuddle, what that is is... This is from their website. It is a nonprofit organization that offers safe and legal alternatives to baby abandonment. We run a confident, toll-free, 24-hour hotline for pregnant girls and women who find themselves scared and feel that they have no hope or that anyone can help them through this frightening time in their lives. Wow. Very important. So, Ed... Um, we've had uh, Michelle Stafford was a guest on our Young and the Restless show. She's an amazing, amazing woman. I mean, yeah. amazing actress as well. In addition to that, uh-huh. um, so go ahead, tell me that wasn't relevant to Teen Mom. Well, you know what, Phil? I'm a, because it's such a good, worthy, uh, you know, something that's worth attention. I, I have nothing negative to say on the air. I will tell you all my negative. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's that's really important. Uh, the any. Oh my God! Especially the girls that find out they're pregnant and they don't tell their parents. Um, please, you know the best thing that you can do is to not try to handle that thing, that situation alone. Is get help from a responsible party, and that sounds like that organization. Projectcuddle.org. Projectcuddle.org. If yes, if you're young and you're pregnant and you don't know what to do, please do not try to expect that you can handle it alone. Um, and you, there's, you shouldn't have to, and you shouldn't feel bad that you, you can't handle it alone. You should get help. And there's people that, like projectcuddle.org, that would love to help you. Um, so there's that. So that's it for news and gossip. And that is it for news and gossip for the okay. week of, uh, unless Patty wants to chime in with anything. But I don't, have you heard I don't. anything, Patty? I, I don't have any news or gossip. All right, okay, so that is the news okay. and gossip for February 8th, 2012. Okay, so we can go into our spooky... Prediction music. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, before before I give my prediction, I want to point out that even though I was like, you know, unorthodox in like bringing my Kleenex and, and blowing my nose on the air, I have actually After Buzz colors in my Kleenex box. Okay, that's something that's a side note. Um, <laughs> you can see it on the. There it is. There's like yellow and black. Uh, so I'm going to put Patty on the spot. Patty. What I want to know is go through each girl for me because this is this is what because you, you are now a host, you're a co-host on this, which is appreciated. And um, Phil will uh, he'll talk to you later about how much you get paid for it. She's getting a big check, right, Phil? And we're all volunteers. Are, are so you we, know that. Wait a minute, are we? Do we pay her in? Oh, we pay her in U.S. funds or Canadian funds? And does it matter? Saudi Arabia money. Is that cheaper? What's cheaper? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. No, but, but you know what, Ed? You actually do bring up a good point. And, uh, uh, you know, all Ed, what Ed does and the rest of the hosts do here, and in fact, myself included, this has been a passion project from the get-go. So for those of you listening, um, none of us actually get paid. We, I pay to actually be here. Um, you know, and, and Maria actually goes out of pocket. Maria Menounos, the uh, the creator of the network, she goes out of pocket. And so we love doing what we do. Um, we love uh, fans such as you, Patty, who call in and speak yeah, with it's us. It's a really big deal. Yes. It is. And so uh, so all we ask for in return, you know, uh, is just spread the word. 
hard. We absolutely love you guys. Um, and that's it. You know, we'll never charge for these. We don't have a lot of commercials, things like that. So, so thank you, Ed, for making me transition into that. But no, that was worth. No problem. No problem. So, uh, Patty, co-host Patty, co-host Canadian Patty, on the spot. Go through each girl. Tell me what you expect to happen. Maybe in the next episode, and maybe even down the road. Whatever you want to do, go. Okay, Chelsea. I really hope she gets her GED. I don't think she will, at least not this season. Ooh, okay. And um, given the little situation this week between her and Adam, I feel like he might at least start to go through legal means to get access to his daughter. Okay, good one. Maybe. Okay, good one. Um, She'll probably cry and give in, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Next. Oh, Kaylin, she is going to lose both of those guys. Oh. Jordan's not going to stay around, and Joe is not going to stay around, and she deserves it, so that's fine. Agreed. Um, then we have uh, Leah. Oh, boy. I, well, obviously they split yeah. up. Right, we know that. Um, I hope that she does okay on her own in the new trailer. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. And Janelle, I'm surprised that we get to see, like from the preview, we got to see some of her counseling sessions or whatever. I'm yeah. a little bit surprised, but I, I think that'll be really interesting. And I hope at the very, very least, she gets some advice on how to deal with her mom um, from professionals, because she's probably never thought that the way, like her relationship with her mom was a real problem. Yes. She probably always thought it was normal. So I think it will do her some good to have people professional people tell her this is not a healthy relationship with your mother and you shouldn't be in that uh, and i yeah that's it okay no very good very good I, I i agree with uh i agree with all of that um especially uh and i didn't think about it that way but i like the way you said it that caitlin's gonna lose both of those guys um joe because he's just coming back on the same little i think maybe a little bit of a power trip to see if he can get her back you know he saw her with another guy Okay, and then he even asks her, "Aren't you jealous when you see think of me with other girls?" She's like, "No." You know why he asked that? Because he's jealous seeing her with Jordan, and that's part of the reason why he came back into the picture to try to. And once he once he got her, then I think you're right. I think Jordan's going to bounce, and then Joe's not going to stay around for long, especially. And there's a little bit. There's a little bit of. Uh, the feeling I get that all this stuff with Joe and his music videos that yeah. he wants to get on the show more and of Ooh. course the more time he spends with her and the baby the more he's on the show and gets his little promotion so I wouldn't be surprised if he he backs out pretty quick yeah you know what you're right about that no gotta hand it to Patty good good okay um, I'm the host I'm letting myself off the hook I'm not gonna give a prediction for everybody so for Canadian Patty fill in in the booth Ronnie Jr. Media and myself, I want to leave you by saying, quoting Chelsea and say, keep your poop in a group. (laughs) And we will see you next week. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.